Welcome to the Fantasy Goons Podcast, part of the Pucks Out family. It's time to skip the book and find out the info you need to win your league with Bobby, Davey and Brandon. Welcome, welcome, welcome into the Fantasy Goons. I'm Bobby. He's Davey. He's Brandon. Hello. You can find us on Twitter at the Fantasy Goons. Now, let me give you the info you need to be a champ. Ladies and gentlemen, the uh, Stanley Cup playoff pool is done. Unfortunately, the results worst are still being first. the re- worst to first. The results worst are to first. The results are still being audited. So at this time, we do <laughs> not have a official winner. But no, uh, well. Brandon uh, won the fantasy playoff pool it, with a it, with an epic comeback. Uh, it against, was epic. I was yeah. like eighty at one point, right? Yeah, uh, um, and then that you know the the finals game, Vasilevsky, uh, clearly the MVP. I shut you yeah. out. Ga- I shut you out the last game, bro. Yeah. I shut you out. <laughs> it was <dude>. huge. <laughs> I uh, it was uh, yeah, and honestly, I'm 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 chanting worst to first. I changed very little in my draft strategy. Connor McDavid still did nothing. But this year, I didn't be. I wasn't tricked by Bobby and let him get Braden points. So that was <laughs> yeah. that was that it. Helped. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. Listen, boom. Braden point once again. The I mean, two years in a row. I mean, very. They could very easily be that he's an MVP. I mean, he is. Seriously, he was. Yeah. yeah, and I and my early pick of Vassy was really obviously extremely helpful. I I don't think that if I multiplied all of my goalies scores by three and then added them together that they would equal. <laughs> My Vassy score, it was literally it's like impressive. we were just talking about that. Like I made a couple yeah. of, of wrong choices on goalie and I could have just not chosen them yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. So final score for the 2021 Goons uh, playoff pool uh, at, in third place with 389 points. We've got Davey, uh, 56 and O's. Uh, we've got in second place, the McKinnon Outburger uh, with 555 points. And in first place, the Hoosier defenseman. Or with Brandon at 563 points. I am once again stuck there in the middle. I drastically changed how I did things and it kind of, you it know, changed nothing because <laughs> you were, because you were close last year too. Yeah. It wasn't like <laughs> now this year was a lot closer than last Always the year. Bridesmaid, never the bride. Uh, th- <laughs> this year was a lot closer than last year. Davey just had so oh. many players in that finals that it was tough. It was going to ever be, it was going to be tough for you to ever win at that point. And talk about like the complete opposite for me this year. Like, absolutely nobody in the finals uh, i took a bet of going against tampa and that was awful decision like it's terrible it, but I don't it know. didn't I, pan out for you it, there, not Dave. very well and what's what's funny is the same draft strategy just yeah. was trying to stick with my gut and my gut was incredibly wrong yeah. this time so that happens i guess but uh very embarrassing um but Who, next year i'm coming back obviously we all have a few that like kind of effed us name a couple who's guys that you, yeah. you took a little higher than you than you thought but you're like okay this is the guy like your mistake was your only shining light, right? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I accidentally picked um, my, uh, I picked Marshan over yeah. over Austin Matthews, I believe it was. That and, was so smart, and it was my highest scoring player. So <laughs> it's like, what? Okay, uh, whoops. Uh, yeah. And then I, I did a Nicholas Backstrom two points, and I I picked him. I mean, I don't know if it picked him super high, but I had Mitch Marner pretty high, who only got me <clears> eight <throat> points. So that was kind yeah. of an unfortunate one. John Tavares. I mean, obviously his was injury. But Toronto was out pretty soon. He netted me a full zero points. Tom Wilson only got me five points. 
uh, you know, my first couple rounds did pretty well. Uh, oh, you were dominating. My right? first couple rounds of guys of Colorado and Vegas, they did great. But, you know, my later draft guys, you know, like Burkowski, I, I, I wanted a deeper Colorado guy. He only got me nine points. Caprizov, only nine points. Uh, Kale McCarr actually did really well, I think. Where I, I got him pretty late. He got me 24 points. But, mm. uh, I mean, M- Mikhail Sergachev, honestly, for being on that Tampa team, not a lot of secondary assist. I thought he was going to be on a lot more yeah. secondary assist. And honestly, when I'm watching it, there were so many times it went Sergachev, somebody, somebody, then goal. Every <laughs> single time. If <laughs> Braden Point and Steven Stamkos were like, nah, bro. Like, yeah. we're getting these points. Uh, honestly, for me, it was, I mean, Rossi, uh, Rossi, uh, his, name, his name now is Rossi. <laughs> Yossi really killed me. I think it was the first defenseman off the board. Right. And he got me eight points. Uh, I mean, my goalie choices, I went with the wrong guy and the wrong guy up, uh, with Leonard and, and Mrazic. And I got six points out of those two, but honestly they did better for me than Bobrovsky did who started every game. And got me two points. So I'm, you know, yeah, my, Tristan Jari holds six points for me. That is that go. is better <laughs> than every single one of my goalie, except for UC Soros for some reason. Thank goodness for that assist that he got. Oh, he <laughs> I did got get three. I got three points for that assist, and that is the only reason he didn't also get six points. Oh, I did so, get one assist. Too, I got I one a goalie assist as well. Grubauer got me one. Who got you one? Uh, uh, uh that would be Flurry. Okay, honestly. Okay. Petrangelo and Theodore were late game grabs for me. I wanted a little piece of Vegas and I had none of their forwards. They actually started off really slow and ended up doing really good for me. They got 30 and 21. Um, so that was the only category I beat you in, Bobby, was the uh, was the goalies or the goalie. I'm excuse me. You beat me in that. Uh, in defensemen, where you had 125 and I had 150 yeah. no, there, and I went with the same, same, pretty much. I I had a different pre- preparation strategy, but with the same overall that I was going forward heavy. And honestly, for even going forward heavy, I my D men did pretty decently just between Victor Hedman and Kale McCarr. I mean, I got 40 points from Hedman. So D, D, that's good. D men yeah. are D men are tough to kind of randomly pick. I got I had I had Petrie and. Um, and Weber playing there, there at the end, that was super helpful. They got me some some secondary assists. What were the total points? Um, uh, not great. But I mean, Weber had fourteen and Petrie had twelve, okay. and so like it was like a couple there at the ends, like in the finals that I got from them that staved off. Yeah, him from getting a little bit too ahead of me. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I mean, Vasilevsky and and Braden Point really carried it home for me. I mean, Matthews killed me. Appreciate that. That Marshan could have been mine, and then I'd have dominated. Uh, he had thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, McDavid had nine. The top of my draft did not do great until I got to Aho and Pasternak, who got me thirty six and forty two okay. in their in their couple rounds. But there was some guy Gunsel got me six points. Forsberg was a late pick, but he got only got me eight. Mm-hmm. Ryan O'Reilly only got me six. But Matty Barzell was a super surprise for me with got brought brought in 37 points nice me, so I, I got great great value out of my my later pick for sure but all right man again congrats to brandon uh i'm excited for next season let's move on uh today we're wrapping up the good the bad and the ugly that's pretty good 
that might be copyrighted. I'm not sure. We might get we might get pinged. Oh, it's definitely way old, right? <laughs> I mean, it's so. definitely fair use now. Right, probably. Uh, but anyway, so we're we're talking uh, the worst of the worst. So I'll start us off. Pierre Luc Dubrow, preseason rank of 67, final rank of 365. Uh, if my uh, internet will work this year he had 46 game played nine goals 12 assists 21 points overall mm. that is i mean listen the blue uh well i guess he he's on the jets now that was that's bad and he got tra- did he get traded halfway through the season or was yes. okay okay i couldn't yeah. remember if that was last season or this season i was like yeah. for another ugly guy I was like, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah I was like, with those amount of points he had to have been playing on the blue jackets at some point <laughs> uh yeah so i mean that's just that's pitiful you because i mean listen he's not a first couple round kind of guy but he's definitely a guy you want to take in the third or fourth round if he's available sometimes and that is just piss poor performance from a guy yeah. that you need he needs to be he's one of those guys where you go in when you draft him you're thinking all right i'm not getting a super high ceiling but i'm not getting a super uh, low floor he's gonna should get you consistent uh points and that was honestly not the case. i would have said i would have honestly said you know, like I would have said the floor is exactly where you said, but I would have said the ceiling is pretty high this year for him. Well, I think I went I in thinking yeah, I went in be. thinking that Columbus wasn't gonna be great, so that's why, but I didn't think they'd be that bad. Yeah. yeah, but in a lot of leagues, you know, you got face off wins, you've got, you know, you got a lot of different different categories. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I think yeah. his ceiling was higher than pre rank sixty seven. Mm-hmm, like if if mm-hmm. we sat here and said Pierre Luc Dubois was thirteen, would you be amazed by that or would you be like okay yeah i could see that happening as in like 13 overall like he was ranked 13th at the end of the season i'd be I, yes i would be surprised i would be too i would it i wouldn't be surprised if he was more along like 30 ish yeah rank 30 yeah. i bet 13 to me seems high when you think about it does, guy, it does. Other it guys does seem high. i'm just saying like he was a young guy that if he just went out and scored six or seven more goals than than what they projected or eight or nine more assists, you know, like things that can easily happen in a season. I mean, we're looking at, I'm looking at some of these rankings and like, you know, like Mitch Marner is eight, like Mitch Marner is a great hockey player. Yeah. Do we see him as the eighth best fantasy? That's what I'm saying. Like that's how little the stats will change things. I mean, I just thought that, I, I just thought that, you know, being such a young guy, like the ceiling was definitely there. Like, yeah. I'm not surprised that if he would have landed right at 67, but if he moved up the boards, I mean, Tyler Toffoli was 13. Yeah. You okay. know, yeah, like, crazy, when you yeah. asked me if I'd be surprised he was, he's 13, that confused me because he changed his jersey number to number 13 when he went to Winnipeg. So I was like, <laughs> I did. mean, I guess I'm surprised he picked that number. I'm not sure. <laughs> Dude, where did, well, where it's, are we? it's funny that I'm like, I just... I randomly picked 13th in my mind and then I look at 13th and it was Tyler Toffoli. You know what I'm saying? Like, did anybody see that coming? No, no. Where are we comfortable drafting uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois next season? Ooh, the Jets. I mean, honestly, I think he keeps around the same value he had in Columbus. Yeah. Like, depending uh, on how deep your league is, not taking him before the... I don't want to... I mean, and and, and maybe in like... Let's say a 10-team league, where are you taking What round? Gosh. If maybe, if I mean maybe. Fifth? Okay, if, so I you mean, take maybe. him top fifty. Depending maybe. on, uh, it depends on goalie scoring. It just depends on all the factors. But so maybe, maybe not. So I mean, I mean, I'm obviously this season was ugly, but like maybe not like a long term ugly. Maybe it was just yeah. some growing. The, pains. There, there are some players that I'm willing to reach on if they yeah. have a bad season because I think that you know I think a lot of people are going to say, oh, you know what? Maybe his value is going to drop a little bit, so I want to get him. 
he's one of those guys I'm not too concerned about. Like, I'm not too concerned about his career diving. I'm not too. I mean, I think he's kind of keeps the same value after yeah. a bad season. Like, he's a good player and one bad season. And he's with a, 23 years old. Yeah, and I think the you know Jets aren't saying? that bad of a hockey team. Like, they're not a terrible team. They did okay in the playoffs. I mean, they went further than I think. I thought, I mean, they won a series, they, didn't they? <laughs> didn't they sweep uh, yeah. Edmonton or something? Yeah. I mean, it's like how? So, okay. I mean, good for them. Yeah. Um, a guy who's also number 13. Um, now, this is a guy most people didn't draft in redraft leagues straight up. But here's why I'm going to talk about it. Nico, he's here. Here is a young guy that for maybe what well, he's been. This is his third. He just completed his third year, maybe a second year in the league now. Um, yeah. He, so his first year was 17, 18. This is a guy that. We were told was one of the future stars of this league, and he looked good his first his first season. Eighty two games played, twenty goals, thirty two assists. That's great out of him. Uh, eighteen nineteen, um, sixty nine games played, seventeen goals, uh, thirty assists. So very good. Did only play twenty one games this year. Yes, but he only had eleven points, six goals, five assists. That's and honestly, when I, I watched him on this, because I'm a really I, bad New Jersey team. Yes. But Terrible. What I saw, listen, because I, I love Nico Hishir. I, I truly, I'm a Nico Hishir believer. He didn't, his play didn't look, he looked like he regressed. I don't know if something happened in the offseason. He looks, he didn't, I didn't see the improvement that I should have seen from Nico Hishir. Well, that makes me comfortable saying, you know what? I don't know if I want to draft him at all this next season. And if he does well, I'll pick him up in free agency. Because like, after the, like, I, I did draft him in some leagues this year. And, and, and some, deeper leagues i was comfortable drafting him and he didn't perform even like he should he should be the star yeah, on that team i by think now. what we're i think well but i think what regressed was the devils i mean he's 22 years old like you gotta surround a guy like that that's i mean he's not he's his, great he's a great yeah. hockey player he's not Connor mcdavid no, no of course not I, I don't i mean but you his know, so like, his preseason rank was 155 he ended the season at 648 geez. i mean with and listen again I mean, he had big a 13% caveat. shot percentage Listen, yes, Big year. caveat, 21 games played, not a lot. That was what? Uh, uh, a, a one-third of the season that they yeah. played? So a third. Mm-hmm. Of, and so, again, the reason I picked him is because... If he would have ended, if he would have played all games yeah. and scored 33 points, yeah. are we having this convo? Mm, mate. All, all, if he played all 60-something and, and scored 33 points? 50, it was 50-something, right? 56, 56. 56 sorry, yeah, I was around yeah. that. No, um, I was just I was just making oh, sure yeah. it wasn't. Um, maybe, yeah. Honestly, I would expect more than thirty points out of him. It, when, I would. It I would, would. Yeah, I would definitely. I wa- did you guys even watch any New Jersey yes. games this year? You like, know what? I worry 30 about thirty points. Thirty points would have been amazing. Yeah, if, it know, would be like, great. I, and I worry about it because New Jersey team. This is a New Jersey team that is not improving. We'll see what they do this offseason. Exactly. But majority of his time was spent playing with Jasper or Jesper Bratt and yeah, Pavel Zaka, I, I second am, line center. I am concerned like, he is wow. going to be another Jack Eichel. Pretty much. Yeah. talent being wasted and they yeah. just won't move him. And then they're going to a couple of years try to bring in some guys to surround him. Yeah. And Honest, it's never going to happen. Honestly, a guy that I almost put on my list, I ended up not putting him on there. But I mean, Kyle Palmieri, I mean, that was a guy I was super surprised yeah. about as well. And I guess if we just name all of the good players on New Jersey and we're just say, well, New Jersey's bad. Like, yeah. well, I mean, me they're all add there up are, to make there the There are team. other guys yeah. that I could have taken. I should have taken. But at the same time, this is a show. No. I didn't want to take. I didn't want to take, you know, the obvious guys because no, I don't you disagree. Guys, yeah. No, I don't disagree with you because, I mean, this is a guy that we were touted to be the guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, he absolutely. could be that and guy. I, yeah, to very, lead and the I want to be very clear. I am still a Nico. He's your believer. I'm going to need to see I am I've lost I'm not drafting in this year in redraft leagues 
I'm gonna, you know, if somebody wants to take a, a gamble on him, you know what? That could, it, it could I just pay don't off. see, you know, like, I he think he could get traded. If something could, could happen, and that might actually, that, that would help him. I, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I think we saw, I think we saw from Jack Eichel on a bad team. You know, I mean, he came into a bad team. I think we saw on him a lot more than what we've seen on Heischer right now. Yeah, you know, like, oh yeah, you know, yeah. we've seen two and a half seasons pretty much. I mean. I feel like and and the or I feel like the sample rate on his year he is I feel like we have a good sample size of what he can do and the the fact is he can skate he he is a player he can be a superstar not on New Jersey I dude I would superstar. take him any day on any of my teams if I if we were to trade for him like as a Dallas Stars fan if we got him, I'd be yeah. so pumped, any any right? any person that sits here and says I don't want Nico his on my team oh, is yeah. lying yeah, or absolutely. they don't know the game absolutely any team would be happy to have him and he would I think he would flourish on. Almost I mean, any team except for New me, Jersey and Buffalo. Let me just let me just read the and and you do you have Heisher stats? Uh, my my Firefox is okay. crashing. Non-stop. I'll pull so no that up then as well. Uh, so we had 82, 82 games, fifty two points on Heisher's first season, uh, sixty nine forty seven, fifty eight thirty six, and then twenty one and eleven. Well, Jack Eichel's first how many seasons that four? We'll say we'll just do the first three to make it make it fair. Uh, 81, 56, 61, 57, 67, 64, 77, 82, mm. 68. Now, that's that point where you kind of start. This is this is a make or break year for him. I agree yeah. that this this is the year. Honestly, this is the year that. You're gonna take that shot in the last round, and he's still there. This is the year to do yeah. it. You and know, I guess what four. I'm saying is that there are a lot of people who are gonna try because of the name value that they're gonna try and take him a little bit sooner. Listen, if he's available in the last round of I my think, draft, I'll take him. Take I risk. think that, listen, I uh, always use the last unless there's unless it's a weird situation where like it's super competitive and I need someone that if that last that last round is to me is a lot of times a throwaway. I'll on, I'll gamble on somebody gamble, in the last round. Yeah. Honestly, I think that you're gonna be surprised. I think his name value has when you're first round first overall and you don't show everybody what they, I mean, this is a lead, this is a, a type of sport where you see what they did. What'd you do for me lately? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're going to go and they're not going to look at 21's games played. They're going to look at 11 points and they're going to yeah. say, it's had three years in the league. Why, you know, why am I going to draft this guy? I think you're going to get some surprising value from him. So I don't think that, I think he was very ugly this year and mm-hmm. I agree with your choice. Yeah, I don't think I'd throw. And I want to be clear that it's not really his stats. Stats are really the only thing that I can on a show bring bring forward. But what was ugly was my confidence in him. That's what's the most is the ugliest thing. I think a lot of people's confidence has dumped. But yeah. it's not. But it's his not, hair, though. Oh yeah, and his eye, those I eyebrows. Mean, <laughs> I mean, that should be worth some points right there. I right. mean, Elvis Wilkins gets points for name. He gets points. <laughs> so I, I mean, agree. we really should just have a vanity uh, uh, hockey draft. Yeah, for real, <laughs> we should. Hey, Pop, hey he's going to have a better season next year. I think 100%. he's turning it around. No, I, I think, I think he will. I'm going to be hesitant, though. I, I'm not. I don't want to put a lot of draft capital into him because mm. at the same nah, time, I agree. It's still the Devils. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, if you're drafting him, you have to hope that a he he mature. Maybe he puts on some weight and uh, and some muscle, and he now becomes that superstar on a bad team who just you know what he's out there skating. And he's Power you spirit. know he's in or. He gets traded. Maybe he winds up on the Capitals or something. I don't think that he'll get traded. Is the unfortunate so part. Unfortunately, no. I I completely agree. I mean, we've told we've told folks that are listening time and time again. You know, 
you can be the greatest hockey player ever, but it's always better to have the secondary guy on a good team than it is <laughs> yeah. to have the primary on a bad team. Yeah, that's the truth. All right, Davey, what do you got? Well, I'm going to kick things off with uh, Jonathan Taves' uh, 96 preseason and 1696. Dude couldn't even get on the ice. <laughs> I literally before our, before the main show, I looked at him and I was like, I just want to confirm, Taves did not play this season, right? He did he's not ranked play. like 2,000. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, it's I'm actually have Patrick Line, who uh, probably I think is possibly the ugliest player uh, in the league, look wise. Vanity and <laughs> vanity draft. He would never get drafted. <laughs> yeah, never. Hey, you guys. <laughs> but not only is he the ugliest player, uh, want to go play some Fortnite? <laughs> <laughs> but I think he also had the ugliest season, like one of the ugliest seasons. Yeah, it if really not was. The ugliest yeah. season. It was literally the best choice on this yeah. list. Yeah. And if you hadn't like taken it, try and take it last you week. You pre-took right. it last week. <laughs> yeah. Strategy. I'm kidding. No. no. And so he had a preseason rank of 21 and he finished with 407. Uh, this is also the first time missing the 28 plus goal mark since his rookie season in 2016-17. So that is crazy. He scored like um, 28 goals in like one game yeah, multiple remember that? past season. Remember yeah. That? Like, yeah, he had like back-to-back six goal like, games yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah, so he had 12 goals and 12 assists this season. Uh, I mean, and this could simply be that, that he wasn't... That sounds better than what I thought it was going to be, if we're being honest. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Taylor Hall had more goals in just the playoffs. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. But, I mean, this could be, you know, maybe he didn't fit with John Tortorella's system. Nobody I mean, fits with John Tortorella's system. Does. I mean, he was benched several times during the season. I mean, Matt I Shane did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened to, to Patrick Line, you guys, but man, it's too bad because he's a great hockey player and he just is he just, though? We I, talked he about it. He is a great hockey I think player. He is. Yeah. We talked about it. It's that it's that's why I said anymore. Like, well, I mean, I think I'd say that I'd say that he's still a great hockey player. I think that his problem is, and I think we talked about it when it happened, and we you know discussed whether or not it. It's him as a person. Dude. Yeah, he is not a. He's been the best at every level that he's ever played in hockey, and he's just been able to do it no problem, playing video games all night, not worried about it. And I don't know his actual work ethic, but just from the outside looking in, we said, well, maybe it was torts. And then he gets this shot at Winnipeg. I mean, uh, in. No. Yeah. Maybe it was torts. Yeah. I'm, I'm mixing. L- Dubois. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe it was, maybe it was the system he's in. He said he didn't like the, you know, coaching and then he gets another opportunity and yeah. Cause we both said that I, I said, I, and you might agree with me that I think this is going to be great for both players. It ended up being we horrible did. for both players. It was terrible for like, both they players. They were both we bad, did. and They're somehow it on, got worse. They're both on the ugly list. You guys, what the heck? How yeah. does that happen? Two I don't guys know. I don't get that it. three years ago we would uh, we were all foaming out the mouth Absolutely. to draft. Absolutely. And they're both here. I mean, you know, we'll see. I guess I guess I guess we're just gonna play this game again. We'll see. <laughs> Torch is out in Columbus now. And- this is a real question too, again, and this is the same question I asked you about Dubois. Where are you comfortable drafting line A now? Oh, honestly, <laughs> I'm not honestly, I might draft him. Doesn't mean I'm comfortable with him. Right, honestly, like- attitude attitude wise and and you know Dubois rolled into a situation of a team full of deep veterans yeah, that are yeah. are used to each other that played with each other in a completely different situation and it just seemed like he didn't really fit and so maybe he needs a little more time to fit Line A rolled into a situation where he could have you know the team was not great but he could have done 
some work yeah. on that team. Could've, yeah. I mean, he could have come in, gotten the C on his chest if he really wanted it, and he just yeah. So I so it. while mm-hmm. I was not as comfortable as drafting uh, PLB or PLD as high as Bobby had suggested in the fifth round, I'd maybe go to like sixth or seventh though. Okay, whereas like line A. I mean, tenth round. If wow. I'm drafting wow. him every yeah. year, I have everywhere about. I have yeah. a list of guys who are good hockey players, but they're on my do not touch list. Yep. And usually, what that means is I don't they touch beat them. him up one yeah. time, and they, now he just doesn't I, touch I, those I do guys not, anymore. The, my do not draft list doesn't mean I no matter what I don't draft. It means that even if they're good, I don't touch them until like the ninth or tenth round. Yeah, where it's all flyers anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. because the fact is, I mean, I'm definitely not, not taking, no Philadelphia. <laughs> I'm definitely not taking him before the seventh. Yeah, that I mean, that's risky if you do that. I'm my thoughts are. I mean, are, that's a super high risk, it high is, reward it situation, is. and not, the risk to me is not as the risk just is, is too much. Yeah, it is. And, and that, I, I'm thinking in terms of ten team league, so yeah, I'd right, probably right, go. Right. I'd probably go eighth or ninth round in a twelve team league. Yeah, okay. oh, I, mean, yeah. Safe. I feel like yeah, that's safe. I think that's a safe one. Yeah. And I think I think where I'm at on it is I think that the Blue Jackets are going to up their roster again this offseason. They're already in. You're hearing their name around for almost everybody that's going to be traded. That's going to, you know, they're on the list. They're on the list of teams. So if they if they add another body, another veteran, somebody, a presence out there, I think line's value is going to go up a little bit. So I think that, I think that six, seven is where I'm at with him. I think, I, I think he's got to turn it around. Christ, or we got to see this. My question, what it, what, do you think, what do you think it does to him? Or do you think it changes this at all if he winds up on Seattle? If he's if he's left available, if he's left, uh, I think it gives him a spark of energy. Honestly, I do. I agree. I I agree that it'll give him a spark so to be that guy. But then I think it'll just fizzle. Oh, 100%. I think it'll fizzle. I think like it has, it'll tell him in his head, "Oh wow, I, I was left. They they this is what they think of me. He'll have a good yeah. season, and then he'll be like, okay, back to what I was to doing.' Play devil's advocate to what you were saying though, Davey is, you know, bringing in some great veteran players that are you know some great pieces. We're talking about a dude that got to play with Mark Shifley and Brand and, no and, right? and, and Blake Wheeler, dude. Like we're yeah. not talking about guys that like he's been in the dust. It's not he sure. You know what I'm saying? Like he has played with great and hockey he got, he players, play and great hockey like, teams for sure, for sure. And he has, and so what Scored I think fifty goals is rookie season, which man. I think was the problem in Winnipeg is that he was competing with these guys, and he said that they were talking behind his back. He was young and immature, right? That was all you heard. All these rumors about that. They're talking behind then, your back because you don't ever stop playing Fortnite, bro. Like this fair. is you, and that's fair. But then he goes to Columbus, where he literally could have been the best player on that team. And shit's been. the bed. There was no players so, to talk about him. Line <laughs> might think now, God, I had a good in Winnipeg. Now you know what I'm saying. So now he might take this next step and be like, okay, I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on my game. I'm actually gonna start playing good hockey, and I'm actually gonna take advantage of the veterans around me. I hope you know? he. D- I, I honestly hope, so. hope he does because that season that we got to watch the first game of the season where Matthews got uh, played and scored four goals, yeah, and then. Line A played afterward and scored four goals. Like that was fun. Not that Matthews haven't done great, but like Line A was fun to watch. And like it's really sad to not see him be that. Even though I'm not a huge fan of his personally, for the sport of hockey, it was fun to watch him play hockey. Uh, What's your last one? Yeah. So I've got one more. I've got Evgeny Kuznetsov. Which is not as ugly, but it it was pretty ugly season. Uh, preseason of fifty six was was the ranking. Final was two sixty eight. Uh, he only played forty one games with some injury this season, but he finished the season with nine goals and twenty assists for twenty nine points. 
Now, for a guy that played second line center majority of the year, um, who was exposed to Ovechkin at some points of the season, uh, had little production with Ovechkin. Um, this is his least amount of goals since his rookie season in 2013, where he only played 17 games. That's crazy. So that's a big drop off. Granted, it was 41 games. And but in there, I think his second season, he only played like 50 and he surpassed it by two. So, I mean, I, it's hard to say, but this was a down year for Kuznetsov. It was pretty ugly, in my opinion. This is a player that really needed to step up and who needed. I mean, second line center. That is a big role on a team like the Capitals, who's always a contender. And he just didn't. He didn't pull his weight, yeah. in my opinion. Well, I think uh, anytime Alex Ovechkin exposes himself to you, you're going to yeah. have a hard time playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, my thing is, it was a super hard year to find the ugly because 56 <clears throat> games is not 81. Yeah, yeah because you sure. can say that about you so many 30, people. Right? Like, there were so many people that were on that cusp of ugly that I was like, yeah. oh, they weren't quite ugly. Yeah. You know, there like, were a lot of bads but it's hard to cry like there are some players easy to quantify ugly like my my two one i feel was ugly and then the other i feel like i'm stretching it a bit but i'm gonna make my sell on it Uh, but like it was a tough year for for ugly but i agree i almost picked him myself like and you said he got to play with you know ovechkin at some point like my thing is like this is a guy that's been great without having to play with ovechkin for many years so like you know it was never an issue of who he's playing with. He just didn't have, it was just never quite. And I mean, and we talked about it before the show that he is, there was rumors about him possibly being part of that, um, Tarasenko trade, Mm -hmm. which I think a change of location wouldn't be bad for him, but also, I I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence. I feel like a lot of his success obviously comes from being on that team. I don't I think know. he does have a, I think a lot of his success comes from the chemistry that he has yeah. with those no players. Doubt. And you honestly, know? I don't I don't see anybody. I don't think anyone go to the city of St. Louis and be successful. I mean, that's uh, I mean, <laughs> even if you win a Stanley Cup in St. Louis, I don't even know that I'd call you successful. <laughs> yeah. You did have okay. to go to St. Louis to win it. Yeah. Did Fair. you live outside of the city at least? Like, <laughs> no, I'm 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 with you. I mean, he he didn't have a ridiculously ridiculously bad season but i would yeah. say for the minimal options that we had it was an ugly season yeah him. yeah uh so mine i have for my number one i have matt duchene it was i mean he only played 34 games 34 but it was many. for real it was uh, an ugly 34 and it, and you know like most of the preds Lots, you know, played better towards the end of the year. Bro, we've drafted you high. You are, we're already out of this situation. Like, it doesn't matter how, it was like the Taylor Hall situation. Like, if you held on to Taylor Hall, it doesn't matter that he came in yeah. Boston yeah. and played well. Uh, 34 games, he only had 13 points, six goals, seven assists, three power play points. I'm amazed that he had three power play points. <laughs> Did the Preds in total have three power play points? <laughs> I was going to say, that's his best uh, stat. <laughs> um, 162 shots on goal, the only stat that was up percentage-wise, and his shot percentage was way down, 30 hits, 10 blocks, and that, that wasn't the bad part. It was it was more of, uh, obviously, we watch a lot more Preds hockey. It was more of the eye test. It was just mm. ugly it looked bad. all year. It took him well, a while to yeah. get that well, first Well, I goal. mean, the same thing can be said about the Preds for a long time. They looked ugly. They, they looked not bad. A, and I think that comes down to it. And listen, I, I this isn't really talking about fantasy. They look but like, like first playoff game Preds. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, obviously, boom, this, boom. this is about fantasy, but what you're getting for that contract makes it, 
it, it's it's it, that it makes it yeah, even uglier. I agree. And as much as I don't like his off ice antics, I mean, he's just. I hope. I hope. I hate how he has that box that he gives to kids. Well, it's all the other stuff. He just. I don't. I don't. I don't want to go. I hate that part. I, I mean, that that could go to me. I'm yeah. a kid. I just never like the cut. now, but yeah. I, I, like, oh, I could be a kid. I never like the cut of his jib, but. The fact is that he's just. How, when did you see his jib, dude? Uh, yeah, I, TikTok. The, you TikTok. were one of the kids that went. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's trauma, bro. Uh, but no, so Scoutmaster uh, Peterson. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I I hope that we leave him vulnerable to Seattle, and he goes to Seattle. Me too, I do too. Uh, I, I mean, frankly, I'm super excited just to see what the Seattle team's going to be. Uh, you know, but I th- I think that of the Preds, him and Joe Hansen will be left vulnerable simply because of contract wise. Like yeah, I would know, rather see Duchesne leave. But. I said I couldn't. I, I told myself I wasn't going to do two Predators, and so like it was between him and Joe Hansen. And I feel like at least you know Joe Hansen fantasy wise left a lot to be desired, no doubt. But at least he provides the team something like you know there's a lot of stuff that johansson does throughout the game that is never going to go on a stat book and you know when somebody looks at well, it he makes like, all the other player shot attempts look good compared to his so oh, well <laughs> because he because they take them <laughs> no it was more of just like you know like there was no there was no i mean he played a, had a pretty decent playoffs if we're being honest he, he looked did. pretty good that, in the playoffs hey, that double well, overtime yeah. goal against uh, well yeah that's it? the yeah. thing johansson has when you when you think of johansson he actually has like a purpose he provides something to the yeah. team and is what listen, i'm saying being, yeah. being, did a, not all being a being a shootout expert means something in this league where you can no longer tie well that is a, an important he, thing he freezes up dude like i don't i don't think that it's a part of his game i think that he's like so nervous and he's like you gotta shoot okay Boom! <laughs> How do I shoot again? Boom! Boom! boom. Oh, um, so yeah, Duchesne was just—it was just ugly all year. And again, maybe that's because we're watching them. But uh, I mean, proje- projected 186 final 559. Yeah, that's bad when you're getting paid eight mil. Yeah, like pay me a mil, and I'll get you comparable <laughs> stats to this. <laughs> you Plus know. or minus, like. 20 goals yeah, maybe gets, yeah. gets hit 30 times yeah. <laughs> you know, like, at a minimum, at a minimum per comparable. game you're giving them the amount of hits like honestly i'll get 10 blocks but mostly because they just want to see me go down you know what i'm <laughs> saying they're like watch this dude boom <laughs> Uh, no, I'll, I'll undercut you give me 500k and i'll do that yeah exactly <laughs> um and so my other is again not the ugliest i mean he took his team to the playoffs and yeah, he had a bad year he had a bad year comparative to what we thought was going to happen mm-hmm. with this guy. I, for the guy, for the first goalie off the board, maybe second, if well, you were smart and took Compared Bassie, to what y'all thought, I thought he was going to have a bad year. I thought the team was going to be bad. Well, I, didn't, I, I didn't draft him anywhere. Yeah, anything, no, bro. No. Like, I, you know, I just thought that, you know, he's shown a lot the past few years. Jordan Bennington. I mean, he was projected third in this league. I mean, he was really? 192. I mean... Jeez. 41 games played, 18 wins, 14 losses, eight overtime losses. I mean, it was just a ugly season for a yeah. guy that has been perennially considered one of the better goalies mm-hmm. in the league. He won a cup. For yeah. I mean, 
And I he mean, didn't win. I, I was, other players yeah. on his team want to cut. I was he this got close to hold it for a day. <laughs> I was this he close did. to calling it. Like I think what well, was halfway through the season when I said the sky is about to start falling in St. Louis and Jordan Bennington's gonna be the reason. And it oh the sky was falling and they they rallied just there at the end. Just enough, enough, just enough, enough to, to make screaming. you look stupid. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like so close to me calling it and being like I'm a genius. You were there was there was a time there where both Davy and I was like come on man like they're not that great but they're not that bad. They're gonna. And then the there, was time, like, there was a time. There was a time for where me and, games. Yeah, me and me and Davey were kind of like looking at each other, like, "Whoops." <laughs> I guess we're I think stupid I even, now. Yeah. I, you know, something I never do. I think I even gave you props at one point. I was like, yeah. "Dude, like you, you're I mean, right." Because you I remember I, like, I, I made like a ridiculous hot take. Oh, their their record's gonna be this, and you're like, "That's insane. That's not gonna happen." I think they only beat that record by like two games, it which is more, close, which yeah. makes my yeah. my hot take of your hot take better <laughs> hey okay. two points five points yeah. whatever you know i mean if i would have won the uh championship of the pool by one we would have counted it right you, you know? counted it yeah no i just it was an ugly season for for you know because i mean people took him high you know that's yeah, the thing like two top two rounds and honestly i'm so glad because I in one of my leagues. I oh, had I'm a, glad that he failed as well. well. I, had, I had a chance to take him. <laughs> yeah, you hated. I had it. a chance to take him, but because of my own personal reasons, which I usually don't let get in the way of fantasy stuff. Uh, for Jordan Bennett, I let it get in the way, and I refused to take. I, refu- I It was like he was available in like the fifth round, and people, yeah. most goalies were off the board. I'm like, no, not doing it, not doing it. And everyone called me stupid in that league, and was like, oh, that's a mistake. And You're like, what's up, Devin Dubnik? choice. <laughs> <Like, Hey, laughs> I think I think it took Saros, which honestly, oh, well, that's because preseason well, Saros, you probably dropped him. So. <laughs> I, I, I kept him on. I think I I kept him on like long. I don't know. I think at one point he got injured, and so I just kept him on a long term IR because oh, he was going, super. And then incredible. I was able to pull him in, but either way, and it ended up working for me. But I like I was stressed. I was like, man, that's gonna that's gonna bite me. That because I I know in my in my head, I was like. That's gonna like cost me the championship. Yeah, and it yeah. didn't. Uh, no. And the guy who ended up getting Jordan Bennington lost the championship in and, the semifinals because oh, Jordan wow. Bennington was struggling at that time period. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it we'll was. Uh, it. It's it's always a wash in fantasy. I'm really excited for this next season oh, where we too, get man. 81, Let's 82, do it. 82 I'm like games. Excited now. Like I wasn't feeling. Oh, like, but dude. before we started, I was like, my allergies bad. I want to go home. I'm tired now. I'm just excited because I'm thinking about fantasy. Well, fantasy Since hockey, we've done this, we've never had like a regular season yeah. of fantasy hockey. Like this will be our oh. first. I mean, actual season. So no, I'm since we'll be, hey, this since is the main Nico Heischer season. Yeah. Baby. What's up? <laughs> I mean, even for the main show, we haven't like we still we started the show right when we got back from the Winter Classic. So oh, it's yeah. literally been yeah, and, that's, that's and it was right. uh, everything was all good for a bit. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. It was great. <laughs> it was squared away. We're we're giving our end of season awards <laughs> type of stuff, and then it was just like. Nah, bro. <laughs> so, like, nah, bro. So this is, I think we can officially say now, now the cup's over. We're officially going into our off season and we're going to get started doing our predictions. Uh, not sure if we'll do every two weeks. Not sure if we'll, what our recording schedule will be. I'm thinking every still, what are your guys way too early? Uh, be, uh, best uh, player, not, you know, obviously Con- Connor McDavid, not your first over one, but who's going to be <laughs> right. the best player uh, for value? you guys think this coming up here oh, okay. i haven't even thought about this so i, I don't haven't, have it but if i had to find a name i'm i'm going right away and i know there's some cap space issues here but Braden point you guys i i That's love him i absolutely love Braden point said it in the start of this season i said Braden point's gonna be stellar now he's a great he huh? might not play on all next season because he got injured and they might <laughs> he, he, they might pull a good draw and wait part, until playoffs and they could but and they the, could <laughs> the great part about you know let's say he does play 
The great part about Braden Point's value is he had a great regular season. He had a phenomenal postseason, mm-hmm. and a lot of fantasy hockey players do not even watch the yeah. postseason. Yeah, and so I, I think that that is a that is an absolutely great choice. Honestly, go on, go on Willie Nylander, dude. Okay, yeah. You know, like, like he's I due think for something. He's, you know? he's he's due. He's had you know after that. After everybody gave him so much crap about his contract holdout and stuff, it's like, dude, like, there have been like three NHL players like kill themselves this year because of head injuries right. and stuff. Like, get yours, bro. Like, that's my, that was always my mm-hmm. opinion. Like, I think he let his dad be a little too involved, which was frustrating. But yeah, like, definitely. he came back last year and had a really good season. Uh, not as good if, as he probably could have, but I think that I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Nylander for sure. Um, I'm going to go a little bit different way, and that is I kind of got two here, but I think the guy on on a team that's getting a lot better and for the where you can get him, because I think a lot of people who don't really know who don't huge hockey fans, maybe they just like, you know, uh, and that's Jonathan Huberdo. I think he's going to have a yeah, great nice. season. Very good. Oh, yeah. I like that a lot. He's so he's always so undervalued. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Every there's year. never been any and then time I, that I, I had him. And I also think. A lot of people are going to see last year's stats. I think Zabinajad's coming back, baby. I think this he's going to have a great season. Oh, like one of the best like players that. in the NHL is going to play well. Like that's not a stretch, bro. Like you, I, like I that. mean, but we be, ripped on him a lot. I loved we did, him. Well, because he scored like three goals. <laughs> well, okay, so he scored like nine about, goals. I was talking bro. about where you can get him in the draft. I think a lot of people are going to sleep on Zabinajad. I don't think so, man. The for Rangers. For a lot of people, he was a for a lot in many leagues. He was first off the board in some leagues I was in. Yeah, but how many people do you say, I'll never draft that guy again? That's the guy <laughs> that drafts him again the next year, bro. Uh, all right, all right. I've heard you. I've seen you do that. You're like, I'll never draft this guy again. And, bro, it's you're like right. your okay. <laughs> good point. Uh, Kale McCarr. I think Kale McCarr is going to have a great season. That yeah, is, yeah, that's a good, good one. I good, think I like he's that. still undervalued. Oh, yeah. yeah for he, sure. had, he had a great postseason. Um, but, all right, guys, it's great being back here. We will see you guys in two weeks, I think. Uh, everyone, peace. Peace. This has been the Fantasy Goons Podcast, brought to you by Standing Stone Farms. Listen to the boys every week and join in on the conversation on the three majors of social media.